This podcast is brought to you by Erickson Immigration Group. Welcome to Immigration Nerds. Today we have Javier Miranda, researcher at Howell Institute and associate professor in microeconomics at Frederick Schiller University. It's a pleasure to have you on. Delighted to be with you, Ian. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I know recently uh, you helped write a paper on immigration and entrepreneurship in the United States. Going through the paper, it was very fascinating about the results and uh, the research. So just wanted you to talk about a little bit about the findings. For sure. Yeah, thank you, Ian. And um, let me let me say very quickly that this is uh, joint work, work with uh, Pierre Azulay and Ben Jones, uh, as well as Danny Kim. And so I want to recognize their contribution uh, to this work. And, and maybe just a little bit of, of setup, um, you know, before I go to the, to the punchline, uh, but I'll try to do that quickly uh, for you, Ian. I'll say that immigration is an important issue uh, in the US, uh, but also around many countries around the world. Uh, the United Nations has estimated that 3.5% uh, of the world's population reside in a country different from the country that they were born. Uh, in the US, that number goes up to 15%. So there's large uh, flows uh, of individuals uh, moving around, uh, around countries. Um, if you take the, the US, uh, since 2000, there's uh, over a million immigrants that are entering the country annually. That's 10 million in a decade. So there's lots of movement of, of, of individuals uh, around the world. In, in many countries, there's a concern about the impact that these immigrants have on the uh, opportunities of native-born workers uh, and their opportunities in labor markets. Uh, and of course, the kind of the, the underlying idea is that immigrants can be labor substitutes, right? Can substitute uh, native-born workers uh, in the in the population, right? Uh, and in the in the in the workplace. So this is a very common narrative that is expressed in terms of concerns around immigrants and how many immigrants are entering the, the country. And if in terms of in economics, we say that you know immigrants that come in, they're expanding the labor supply. So there's more uh, potential workers coming into the economy, and those might suppress because there's so much, so many workers now that might suppress the wages uh, of the native born workers, right? So that's kind of primarily the, the concern. And uh, what we're gonna find uh, indeed going to the bottom line is that they create more jobs that, than the jobs that they take, right? That's kind of the bottom line. There's two, two elements that matter, right? In, in, when, when thinking about this is, what is the propensity for immigrants to become entrepreneurs? And then number two, what is the size distribution of the firms that they create? And what we find uh, is that not only are immigrants more likely to create uh, and to start uh, new businesses relative to the general population, native population, but in fact, what we find is that they not only start small firms, you might think, oh, well, a lot of the immigrants are just creating small mom and pop stores, businesses that are only created, creating a few jobs, maybe for themselves. These are subsistence businesses. Well, it turns out that's not the case. Uh, it turns out that they create 
businesses along uh, the whole size distribution, right? And so if we, when we compare the size uh, of the businesses that immigrant entrepreneurs create vis-a-vis -vis those that are created uh, by native uh, entrepreneurs, it turns out uh, that there are very similar characteristics. Uh, long way of saying that they create very successful firms, just like uh, native, the native population does. But in addition, it turns out, as I say, that they're more likely to create businesses. They're more entrepreneurial in that sense. Now, we don't, we can, you know, we don't exactly know why that might be. There's lots of, but the reality is that um, uh, immigrants tend to be more entrepreneurial. And uh, that means, since there's more of them relatively that are starting businesses, and because those businesses tend to follow the same patterns in terms of size, as the native started businesses, what it means is that they create, immigrants create more jobs than they actually take. Um, that has important implications for, uh, welfare implications for the, for the economy because it means uh, that now there's a, a larger demand for jobs relatively, right? There's, there, there's more jobs in the economy, more competition to get the workers that are around, which means that it's gonna put upward pressure on wages. And so because they create more jobs that they take, there's more jobs to be had, and that's gonna uh, lead to an upward pressure on wages uh, for native born workers, for all workers in the economy. So uh, that's kind of the bottom line of the paper and what we find. Right, because um, it says here that the total number of jobs created by immigrant founder firms is 42% higher than that of native founder firms right, in America. And you went through uh, entire research, and I would like to actually get into that. What was like the data set for that, and how did you go about getting this data? Yeah, for sure, Ian. Uh, so you're absolutely right. So in terms of those statistics that you, you mentioned, uh, what we find is that immigrants are 80% uh, more likely uh, to enter entrepreneurship than the native population. That's a big number, right? That's a lot more. And, and you're also right that the, 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 their job creation per entrepreneur uh, is also higher for, uh, for immigrants. About, they create 49% more jobs than the, than the average native entrepreneurs. So those are big, big differences. So, uh, and so you're right that the details matter. Uh, and so how did we go about this? Um, so what's interesting about this work that we did is that we looked at uh, three different data sets. We tried to be as comprehensive as possible. And so, so for our first data set, our kind of our core set of results, we looked at the whole population of businesses, right, and startups uh, in the US, uh, which is hard. Right? It's hard to get. It's, it's kind of a new data set. It's, it's unusual. Yeah, this is a Census Bureau database. Um, and uh, what we did is, and what we were able to do, is look at the size distribution for all new businesses uh, in the US. And then we looked at the characteristics of the business owner. Um, and you know, there's lots of details underneath that. 
And, uh, and so that's one of the data sets that we looked at. Now, for that data and the results from that specific data set are limited to young firms. And so we found that, in that immigrant firms tend to be, uh, you know, they're just as many of those firms are high growth firms, right? We think about, you know, startups uh, being uh, kind of the engine engines of growth, these young firms that are very dynamic. Some of them are going to grow very quickly and they're going to become high growth firms that create a lot of jobs. Well, it turns out that immigrants create as many of these high growth firms as, as the ones that remain small, but they just create more of them. And so that doesn't speak to the larger firms, kind of the Googles of the world, or right, or or the Apples or the SpaceX or all these uh, uh, companies that are changing uh, whole industries. So we looked at those as well. And for those, uh, we turned to a different database um, that focuses on, uh, on those types of large firms, the for Fortune 500 companies. And we did a very similar exercise and we tracked and identified uh, the owners of the larger companies uh, in the US. And, uh, and of course, well, uh, it turns out that we found very much the same thing, right? So we thought maybe uh, they're just creating these smaller firms, uh, but they're not creating the larger corporations that are creating tons of jobs. Well, it turns out immigrants uh, also create more, uh, a disproportionate number relative to the size of the population. They create a disproportionate number of these uh, large corporations, and so well, um, I, so we and I think yeah. The, the yeah, I think the fear is that um, that they create these companies and they only hire those in their own group and decide not to hire native-born citizens. Uh, that's sort of the the fear, and that's when it comes down to okay, the comparison between immigrant job creators versus job takers. I'm interested to see if in your your data set or if you uh, tackled for how many uh, job creators there were, was there a subset of, okay, these are the companies that took away jobs uh, or potential jobs or positions from native born citizens? Yeah. So, uh, and you, you might think that, and there is, this, there is some evidence that for smaller firms, uh, mm -hmm. there is um, uh, that some tendency, tendency to hire people that look like you, right? So, so, sure. mm -hmm. um, so smaller firms, uh, that's something that seems to be validated by, by the data. Not so sure. for, uh, for medium and large companies, right? Large you, medium sense. and large firms, uh, and even small, right? It, it, by the way, when th we think about small firms, um, right, we have to be a little bit careful. Uh, maybe we should think about micro firms. So for micro firms, that might be the case. For how many employees uh, for, is that when you say micro firms? Like a so when I think about micro firms, I think about firms that are you know three, four, five employees, like the got tiniest it, of, the, of the firms, ten right? or less, or something like that, twenty or less. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Right. So once you get past that. Um, you just can't, you know, the evidence doesn't show uh, that there's uh, that type of selection. You know, when we look at the whole size distribution, yeah, we see large companies. And indeed, there yeah. is some evidence immigrants also tend to be disproportionately uh, in 
uh, innovative. And so that's an important aspect when we think about immigrants, right? So a lot of immigrants are um, uh, very innovative, right? So firms that are started by immigrants are more likely to hold patents um, than firms that are not, uh, that are started by native workers. Uh, and so there's whole, all kinds of benefits that come from these firms that are started by, by immigrants, right? There's, as, uh, as they bring an, uh, uh, innovations into the economy that creates all kinds of externalities and benefits beyond those jobs that are, um, that are being created. Right. So yeah, um, you, you definitely show that the immigrants effectively expand the labor supply, right? And add um, economic growth to the countries that they immigrate to. Uh, is that true for other countries outside of America? Because I know the the research was in America, but I was just wondering, is that true for other countries? That's a very good question, Ian. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That is a very good question. So this That's is the, the next paper. That's the next paper. And, um, I'll say getting this data and putting together this data wasn't easy, right? So it took um, a lot of effort and work to pull these data sets together. Um, so this is a very interesting area of, of research and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. uh, and a very interesting very. field um, because there's lots of things that we're still learning uh, that we don't know. And, um, and this particular paper has been made possible by these data sets that we were able to pull together uh, over years of negotiation. Um, mm. So to answer your question more directly, Ian, uh, <laughs> Uh, this is something that hasn't been done uh, for other countries yet. And so we hope that um, other uh, researchers will be able to access data for other countries and figure out whether those patterns vary uh, across economies. Yeah, it will be great to see the United Kingdom, uh, Germany, France, uh, just to get that because it has a, also a, a higher instance of immigration and, you know, businesses. Uh, and, and entrepreneurs, so that, that yeah. would be great to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to know about how we can combat this narrative, right? Here in America, there's a narrative of uh, immigrant job takers. Through your research, have you seen that idea evolve over time as we get more evidence to the contrary? Yeah, so good, very good, again, a very good question. Um, so I think as researchers, right, we hope that we're able to have an impact on uh, on the public and on policymakers, and we hope that they'll be guided by facts, uh, and right, and what the data tells us. Uh, it turns out that it's very hard, and change, you know, change happens, you know this better than I do, change happens. Yeah very slowly right um, it and it's hard to reach um you know to, to for, for these messages to be heard and so thank you for um you know making you know sharing our our story kind of on our message that's one important way to make an effect change right the reality is that you know these papers end up often in uh in papers that other academics read and so uh, it's it's not easy to have an impact on policy. It's it's in fact it's it's rare. And so again, thank you for sharing this uh, with your public. And um, but this is new, right? This is still very new. 
And I've worked on um, projects and on research that have created important, other important insights. And it's taken a few years for that information to seep through into policymakers and the policymaker thinking and the popular uh, thinking. We'll ho we hope that we get there and we hope that we get there sooner than later. Uh, but it's not easy. And again, thank you for, for having us with you today. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, we need more evidence-based <laughs> policy that will help, you know, shift public opinion um, because it's it's harder to deny when you have the numbers and the statistics right in front of your face. Right? <laughs> it's harder to do uh, the linguistic acrobatics <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <it> <laughs> to, to try to prove, you know, your, your preconceived notion. But um uh, for last thing, um, uh, let people know if they want to get in touch or look up any of your next projects coming up, where should they go? So you can go to uh, Halle Institute for Economic Research, mm -hmm. uh, or you just Google my name uh, online, uh, Javier Miranda, yeah, economist, and uh, I'll show up. Uh, you can also email uh, or Google any of my colleagues, and you will also see references to, to our joint work as well as to um, you know, their, uh, their research, um, which is also uh, relevant to all of these. So you can look at any of us up uh, on Google and uh, you know, we'll come up with, with lots, of, uh, lots of references for you. Okay, what, what projects are you working on now or anything coming up next? So it's funny that you're we're talking about uh, Germany and knowing something about what's happening in, in Germany. Uh, I am now in Germany. I just moved here about seven weeks ago. Uh, oh, wow. And, okay. You enjoy yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. I am enjoying it. It's, uh, so it, it's, I'm adjusting. Uh, I'll learn the language soon. Maybe, maybe in two, three years. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, I'm terrible with languages. So I'm, yeah. I'm just straight Amer American English. Like, all right. <laughs> I, when I go to other countries, I like point and try to mouth the words, and they're like, American, of course. Learn, yeah. learn our language, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm excited to go through them. But, uh, but I, uh, that's one of the uh, things that I'm hoping to be able to do here is to uh, push on this research uh, in Germany and in European countries. Uh, bringing in some additional information uh, like um, uh, edu education and skill, which might uh, tell us a little bit more about what's going on. Well, Javier, thank you for doing the work that you do and that we're able to put it on a platform because it's, it's very important. So uh, appreciate it and keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you so much, Gian. I'm delighted to be with you. Follow Immigration Nerds on Twitter at IMM Nerds and Erickson Immigration Group on LinkedIn to join in the conversation. I'm Ian Gaines. See you next week. Freedom, freedom, freedom.